You are listening to the Super Freak Media Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please be sure to show your support and follow us on our other social media platforms. Check out the links listed in the description of this episode to find out more. Thank you. I'm going to dress like Lily Allen and, and trick him. I'm going to put a prom dress on with some like trainers. I'm going to skip around London singing LDN. Yeah, the uh, biggest two pairings that you've got. Yeah, yeah. and then I'm going to be like, Hi, husband, it's me, Lily <laughs> Allen. Let's go upstairs to our marriage bed and... <laughs> Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Their Queer Podcast, the podcast where two homos called Liam delve into the world of horror, jump on a helicopter, go to a snowy far off place, find muscly men with big swords. (laughs) I am so thankful that you were able to get muscly men and big swords in the first sentence of this episode, so well well done. I'm um, I'm high on (laughs) cold and flu medication at the moment. Uh, Sorry, listeners, if I sneeze or anything during this, I have a cold. It's not COVID, don't worry. Um, I've done the test. (laughs) I don't think they're going to be able to catch it through the podcast, but I mean, I don't know. You're more than welcome to try. (laughs) Infecting you all through the year, old. So today will be a recap of the second volume of season four of Stranger Things. I... I've rewatched a couple of episodes in anticipation for recording today. A bit of housekeeping, spoilers abound. Absolutely. We're going to discuss yes. everything. Some surprise news for all of our listeners out there. Um, oh, a door just slammed in there in my room. Um, <laughs> that wasn't the surprise. That oh my God, it's Vecna. <laughs> <laughs> now, the surprise is our DMs are now open for <laughs> picks and marriage proposals. <laughs> Liam J is now single, so no. I wanted to catch your reaction on it. <laughs> oh no! Okay, how it's, are we feeling? Are yeah. we are we are we good? Yeah, it sounds like you're feeling good about it. Oh, I, I didn't c- even get to meet him, Liam. For sake, cold and flu medication. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, but, yeah. Please slide into other Liam's DMs. The the DMs are now open. Um, <laughs> the doors are kicked wide open. My back doors are also ready to be kicked, to be kicked wide, wide open. open. <laughs> so, wow. Oh my that's lord. A podcast exclusive right there. <laughs> oh my god, Liam. Okay, we need to talk. We need to talk. You've not told me about this all day. God damn you. Oh, it's only just happened, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need deets. I need anyway, deets, but yeah, anyway. in other news. In other news, um, Stranger Things. So yes. season four, part two of season four dropped the just a couple of days ago on July first. The whole world has gone crazy once again with Stranger things mania and quite rightly so because what an absolutely incredible finale that was yeah i can't tell you how happy obviously we've done for for people listening if you i know a few people haven't yet even watched any of season four yet um and obviously you don't want to be starting on this episode of the podcast but if you are before we get into the meat of everything we have done a recap of seasons one to three and we've also done our review of part one of uh, season four i am so happy that the world has responded so well to this new series like 
I suppose we've got a lot more hindsight on this episode now than when we recorded the first special because that mm-hmm. we were like fresh off of just watching the first part of, of season four. And it's it's absolutely blown up. I mean, it's yeah. broke so many records uh, like on Netflix, in the world, uh-huh. like the amount of views, hours being viewed. It's um, It actually crashed Netflix. It. it crashed yeah. Netflix on the day of release, which is amazing. <laughs> I but- am so thankful I was not part of that because you yes, best believe what i'd have been like yeah me too <laughs> i had a i got sent home from work so i went into work and i knew i was going to do half a day but yeah. then work work were like you sound like shit go home i was like thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank so, you and goodbye <laughs> yeah i only really did an hour the world has responded incredibly well to this and even more so to kate bush which has made me really happy the fact that kate bush is now being recognized by a whole new generation makes me Mm-hmm. happier than I can even imagine. I'm a huge Kate Bush fan. Always have been, always will. Um, I always say that Hounds of Love got me through probably the darkest time of my life. Um, so what about that? Um, yeah. We found, because uh, obviously my other half is an avid music fan, we found an original pressing of Hounds oh. of Love that he had in his collection. Oh, no. It is absolutely <sighs> stunning. And uh, yeah, it, you best believe that that it's been spinning. <laughs> it's um, it's between, it's Hounds of Love and The Sensual World are my favourite. The Sensual World, it's, it's just a masterpiece of an album, but so is Hounds of Love. But I love that there's a whole new generation out there now who are like, Oh, Kate Bush is sick. Like this song's really good because, you know, pe- pe- she deserves it. She really yeah. deserves it. And well, it just shows you, doesn't it? Like what TV shows, film, what they can do. I mean, I know a lot of like the ballads and things that we all know and love and like to sing badly to when we're drunk are like usually film soundtracks in some way. And mm-hmm. this really did take this song to a whole new like level. I mean, it's yeah. it's insane. Um, it's, well deserved. The remixes that have come out from this show, the we'll mm-hmm. get into it a bit more later but there's now a really beautiful orchestral arrangement of running up that hill there was this mm-hmm. beautiful like synth yes synth wave lift for that oh my god I, mean, I think that's been a great thing is you know obviously we've spoken about the trailers as well uh, and we got a kick-ass trailer for part two as well of this of this season um which had this great synthy version of running up that hill in there i'm so glad that all the music was incorporated so you had the journey song from the yeah. original trailer in this like last bit finale you had the different iterations of of kate bush uh in there as well like I don't know. I just, I have a thing for music in film. Me too. Like it, I don't know. I can close my eyes and see a piece of music, if that makes sense. Like yeah. I see visually like what could be happening. Um, and yeah, I absolutely, uh, absolutely love. Well, love I was expecting, I was expecting Master of Puppets to blow up as much as that is. And part of me has got it, isn't because then you don't get all the horrible, like 50 year old Metallica fans who are like, you only know this through this. I think Metallica are a bit more problematic than uh, Kate Bush's. So, yeah, I'm kind of thankful I'll for that as well. <laughs> throw my hands up and say, unfortunately, I am a Metallica fan. Yes, I have. Di- I have with it. Hidden depths. Um, the straightest. <laughs> dark depths. Dark depths. <laughs> dark, um, dark depths. The darkest yeah. depths. Um, <laughs> that should be your name on Grinder now. <laughs> darkest depths, five meters away. <laughs> think of that think of the horror stories that are going to come through now i actually cannot wait i'm sorry i I can't get over this revelation but yeah i cannot wait (laughs) you're going to be unstoppable um but yeah basically going to be the 11 of uh yes (laughs) nose bleeding but it's um (laughs) oh god 
but um go back to yeah i happen to be a big metallica fan i'm a huge like metal hard rock mm-hmm. fan in general I, i'm an ex-goth so yeah um <laughs> i'm glad that they didn't get like they didn't let those needle drops falter they were still there they were incredible so mm-hmm. i think if we talk less about the music just for a little bit and just go into first of all our predictions from last episode yeah i mean if, if i'm being honest i um i've gone through so many theories in my head i can't actually i was kind of glad that i i, I didn't feel like i knew what was was going to happen i think the only thing going into it that i knew obviously from the trailer and promo before this final part was i knew that nancy was going to be okay yeah even though we left the first part not knowing and that was kind of my only gripe with it because obviously we'd seen these shots of her in kind of uniform with robin and and steve in the upside down i was like okay so she's obviously gonna get free of vecna somehow but yeah i think i think we i think we did okay my only thing is is i thought a lot more people were gonna die than they they made they made it out that it was gonna be a bloodbath um i mean Mm. to some extent it was if you think of like the people who are dead in hawkins now but it wasn't (laughs) but it wasn't like yes but it wasn't like major characters. I mean, no. I, I predicted that one of the parents was going to die. I was fully expecting... Hi, Silla, did that shock you so much that you fell over? <laughs> she, was, she was shocked too. I know, I, I think we've, we in particular had a discussion about Karen Wheeler because um, also, obviously, she's featured quite heavily in the marketing. Um, yeah. Like, she has her own poster. Deserved. Yeah, it's because absolutely. It's because... It's, it's because of the hair. They wanted to show that... <laughs> They wanted to show that perm off. They really did. <laughs> that perm needed its own own promo shot. And I mean, yeah, I suppose we did see a bit of kind of what happened when Hawkins kind of went down in some ways. But I mean, there's some interesting theories circul- circulating about her now, which again, I mean, this is like the bit, the thing that I love about this show is, you know, people are like going back through past episodes now and tying stuff together because we had this incredible reveal at the end of part one that obviously Vecna was patient zero one and mm-hmm. and was like the origin of, of everything and then we got another kind of layer of revelation on top of that as well in this yeah. second part which was which was nice i don't know should we give like a i, I, I suppose an overview of yeah of what happened? so the overview of what happened is we end season four part one with there's some people driving in a desert trying to find 11 we got mm-hmm. 11 stuck in the desert in an underground bunker with yep. a powers back nancy about to be fully vecnered in a trailer <laughs> but it turns out you'd have to worry about that too much yeah things things look bleak yeah and then it turns out everything isn't as bleak for now. We've got Papa mm. turns out to be that bitch I knew he was. Um, along. <laughs> You're that girl I knew you were. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the surprise for me, because obviously we only had two episodes in this final part. And I know when they initially released the schedule and it was like, it's going to be nine episodes, but seven first and then the last two. But then the last two were going to be a lot longer. So we were yeah. almost getting kind of the same amount of airtime. I think I was a bit kind of surprised. I didn't feel like after that first episode of Volume 2 we were really in too much of a different situation. No, same. Same. Um, I felt like it was it was great. Obviously was... something big did happen. Yeah. But it it felt like it was the only kind of thing that seemed to be of note. If that the one makes thing, sense. Yeah, the the the, uh, the best thing about the penultimate episode of season four is i do like that it gets our players Mm. 
all ready for that final act. Like, yeah. it sets everything up so well, I think. And I really did enjoy it. I think that's usually the case, though, isn't it? Like, every season, there seems to be... I, I, I suppose that was, like, a promise that the Duffers made, and they definitely delivered on it, was that everyone was going to be kind of converging on the same space or at least fighting a common enemy together in that final episode to then all kind of come back together in in Hawkins in in many ways. So yeah, indeed we pick up where Eleven's got getting her powers back. Well, she's got her powers back now through the Nina project. The US Army are just being the US Army and just going in all guns blazing, yeah. seeing thinking that she's she's a threat. The California guys they're heading to Nevada to try and pick Eleven up and obviously in Russia they're now attempting a breakout of the prison after Hopper and Enzo have, have kind of kept the Demigorgon at bay for, for now. Obviously, there's a lovely reunion and Jopper is now a thing in full force again. But then, yeah, I mean, that was kind of... They do a whole 180 because then they make the discovery. And I, I thought that that was probably a bit that stood out to me, actually. I thought it was quite harrowing. When, you know, when you saw that what the Russians were doing to yeah. the Demogorgons? Like mm-hmm. the the disemboweled like, Demogorgon that was on the... Yeah. the operating table and and them all like preserved in the tanks it that reminded me of uh alien resurrection actually yeah yeah with um, the, all the different ripplers yes yeah so um i don't know if uh, I, that was probably an intentional homage because they seem very clued in on all of that sort of stuff they made the discovery that there was like these particles which were essentially almost like a portion of the mind flayer like in this containment area so, yeah. so that was something we noticed um on the preview and was confirmed but i suppose the new bit of information is that these particles can go into the demogorgons to operate them and that explains the hive mind Mm -hmm. sort of thing that's going on so so that was interesting wasn't too much of a fan of the fact that they broke out and then they were like okay now we need to break back in again and see i i didn't mind that bit because it was nice to be like oh like it Mm. to up the stakes but also to show how much how much these two are so desperate to do good and to do like to make sure that the kids are safe it was really that was really nice one thing that annoyed me about that was they interrupted the love scene between I thought we were going to get a full on (sighs) dropper sex scene I thought we were going to (laughs) get to see David Harbour's ass and we didn't I I wouldn't have been wouldn't have been mad at that that man Like, he really, really came into his own in this episode. Like uh, I mean, even the final episode as well, especially. I've come to um, the conclusion that I actually think he's the sexiest man alive. Like, Henry Cavill's an afterthought now. David Harbour. David Harbour, all like, day, every day. In, in any iteration He's as in well. London as well at the moment, so... I know. If, we, mm. uh, if you want to go... Now that you're newly single, if you want to go stop I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going to dress like Lily Allen and, and trick him. <laughs> I'm going to put a prom dress on with some, like, trainers... I'm going to skip round London singing LDN. Yeah, do and, it. Uh, Biggest two pairings that you've got. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm going to be like, Hi, husband. It's me, <laughs> Lily Allen. Let's go upstairs to our marital bed. And, you know. Do it. Absolutely. Do it. Anyway, uh, we I digress. We digress, um, yeah. So, well, no one ends up saving Nancy, which no, is... No, Vecna lets her go, doesn't he? Yeah, but it's because, you know, obviously he's not going to let her go without reason. He's, you know, it's a it's a trap, as always. Mm. Um, and <laughs> I yeah, thought it was but, very Freddy Krueger, the whole, you need to tell Eleven, that I yes. hear, like, Freddy always saying, you need to tell all the other kids that I'm a thing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I liked that. I thought that was very clever. But yeah, I really do like that 
I do like that it did blow it out of the water that you, nobody ended up saving Nancy. I will say the thing I appreciated the most about season four, part two, was Lucas got to have a bigger, prominent, more prominent role. Mm -hmm. I feel like now in hindsight, because I was a little bit upset that Lucas didn't get to shine as much in uh, the first part of season four, the fact that it was all a build-up. Yeah. And it was now in hindsight, it's actually quite incredible because you're just like, you get to see this journey that, that yeah. he goes on. Um, but yeah, yeah, standouts for me in season four, part two are Max, Nancy, Joyce, as always, and Lucas, and Dustin, yeah. actually. Dustin. Yeah. Um, so glad. To, oh, God. At one point, I thought Dustin was going to get it, and I was... Yeah, you're not alone in that. Screaming, not. screaming at not. the TV. I, I think, I, I mean, like we said, so the first episode, we don't really... The, the, the main change is that the US Army have now invaded this underground base and confronted uh, Popper, and uh, Eleven has been drugged at this point, so she's not at kind of full power, and they stage an escape as the like the LA crew are converging on on the desert as well in uh -huh. the pizza van and uh, I, I did enjoy this this whole thing I thought I I, I I kind of I mean it was good that obviously I, I mean I absolutely loved the part where Eleven did kind of then get her mojo back and just took yes. a helicopter down in slow-mo I, I was very much a, a fan of that and again this was very much I think a part parts of the episode where the budget really showed like you uh -huh. could tell that they had a whole convoy of practical army vehicles there was a real helicopter there for oh the explosion was, was gorgeous it was yeah. yeah it was it was a really really great action scene it, it was nice because then that obviously provided the the nice moment of the reunion and also i suppose a controversial moment in the kind of midst of all of this martin brenner popper dr martin brenner popper has been shot as he's making his escape with 11 and is 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 dying and they they the pair have this tender moment and i think i think it was handled really really well like i i'm kind of glad that she didn't stay with him until he died like yeah, she did drop too. his hand and she left because I, I don't know, I, I very much felt, and I kind of had a bit of a grumble with it, this season so far was trying to almost act as like a bit of a redemption for that character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I got some of the things it was saying, particularly obviously when you're greeted with the opening of this season, you think yeah. Eleven's the evil one and maybe Popper's been trying to keep her locked up for a reason. Yeah. Um. So it was interesting to play with that dynamic, but then, of course, it, he kind of then rears his ugly head at the end just before so you realise yeah. do you know what you've actually but been a bit but I also, all the time. I also like that we go on the same journey as Eleven though because mm. then like she turns around to him and she's like no you, you're not a nice person you've done all these horrible things I appreciate you giving me my, like, my mojo back and everything but that doesn't excuse the fact that you tortured these children you, absolutely yeah. you tortured my mum like yeah. I love that I love that she like through Eleven saying that they remind us that you know this guy's actually a prick. But before we get to that reunion as well, we do get another little like scene that's like broken the internet. And that's <laughs> um, Will giving Mike a pep talk in the back of the pizza van. And yeah. it's like, you're the heart of the group. We find out that the painting was apparently commissioned by Eleven, but it was No, he was, he was lying. I think, was, yeah. I think Jonathan he was, kind of gazing. Was yeah. Him and basically way. it was a coming out, monologue without it being a coming out monologue it was mm. will admitting through metaphor or something like that yeah through someone else's point of view that you know 
harbors these feelings not david harbour but harbors these feelings <laughs> um for will and i did like the knowing look of jonathan and the mirror mm. that's probably the only thing i've enjoyed jonathan doing in the four seasons that we've had um <laughs> This is like yeah. a hate Jonathan campaign, it is. isn't it? With I, you? I've never, I, I've I think never he was the him. best that he's been in a good while. I mean, particularly obviously this season because I, I really didn't like the character at the start. Um, obviously, yeah, there was there was a really nice genuine moment with with Will kind of later on. I mean, I I read something interest uh, an article and I found it quite interesting what it was saying about the character of Will because this was something that we'd speculated over like way before this season dropped it was kind of floated around that oh Will definitely does like someone in the friendship group yeah um and then like kind of afterwards where it where it seemed like it was really heading towards like a very definitive answer it was then kind of like oh actually no we're not gonna we're not gonna label it we're not gonna do anything it's it's left up to interpretation and I kind of I'm in two minds about how I feel about that, if I'm yeah. being honest. Yeah, the one thing I don't agree with is the whole, inter- like, well, the majority of the internet are saying that, you know, it was queer baiting and blah, 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 which I can, I feel like you can read it as that, absolutely. And your thoughts are quite valid because it's not, I feel like it is a disservice for this character not to be, you know, out and proud. But also, like, I feel like that's, it, that's Will, though. I feel like that's yeah. absolutely Will's character. Will just keeping, trying to keep their silence to make sure everyone else is okay. That's been Will since season one, has been the one to suffer in silence yeah. and um, has used escapism to be able to explain how they feel. So I felt like it was definitely in that vein. And I feel like there are people out there being like, yeah, but it was the 80s and all this. I'm like, well, if you can suspend your disbelief that there are you know demons out there and stuff like that <laughs> well this um, is this, but, this is it i think that's the, the argument i've seen yeah. is 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 very much to do with that which uh, to some extent yes I, i'm completely on board with but i also feel like it is completely in character for will to have done what he did so mm. i'm not mad i feel like i would have been mad if will had just like come out there and then and had this emotional moment um, yeah just because i feel like it would have been very out of character yeah i think authentic to the character it definitely it definitely was and i mean obviously i think in real life no one should ever have to like justify who they are label themselves anything like that um i think the argument that i did see which kind of then did it touched on something with me was the fact that obviously how as a queer audience are people supposed to respond to these characters or identify with them when essentially they're just glorified coded characters again yeah and i i i I do get it and i mean this is i think this is why i've kind of sit in the middle of it because yeah for the character it doesn't work uh, for it to have just been like oh by the way i'm this and i actually really don't care what you think yeah um but at the same time I, i i think i was I was expecting it to maybe be a bit more definitive, even though I know Nourishnap said it it wasn't. I, I, I don't know. Maybe next season we'll just see him with a boyfriend. I think, we'll like, okay. yeah, I think <laughs> the one thing that did get to me was the fact is that Mike didn't even, like, have any clue what Will was actually talking about. Yeah. It was all, he took everything at face value, which Mike may be like, 
makes him not that dumb though is he not that dumb he is not that dumb no he's like especially him not noticing his like best friend supposedly is like crying in the car next to him yeah he knows that that moment although have you have you seen that have you seen that tweet where it's like mike's (laughs) point of view and it's just somebody (laughs) with a big hole (laughs) (laughs) the ball cut but um yeah it was i will say though it it really made me tear up that scene because it was yeah more so than it was um Noah Schnapp's performance, but also the the look that Jonathan gave yeah. in the rearview mirror. That was that was really nice. Like if they hadn't have put that in, I feel like mm. I would have probably taken more issue with it. But that knowing yes. look from an older brother. I think that's it. I think that's that provided the it kind of solidified well, well this actually is <clears throat> what the situation is and someone yeah. else is aware of it. And I think we kind of then knew that there was maybe gonna be a conversation about that. Um, and and indeed obviously there, there there was ultimately we kind of leave this this first episode with everyone on the path to defeat Vecna Eleven's yeah. aware that the, there's things going on in uh, Hawkins at Creole House they're obviously forming a plan of well if Vecna's out there trying to to kill people he's probably going to be in a trance-like state so that leaves him weak to attack yeah. um, and i think this again it's it's all something very common of 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 every season they they kind of problem solve together and it is like a quest uh-huh. isn't it every season yep. um and everyone is working towards this common goal sometimes not with without even knowing it they, and i i thought it was really clever how they then did tie the the russian plot into it without actually getting them all back over to the u.s straight yeah. away I, I, um, I, so i thought pref- that was that was interesting the scenes in russia this time around i mm. preferred to any of the scenes in russia first time around apart yes. from where david harper's all messed up and dirty and mm. but um <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, uh, there was, yeah, there was some gorgeous moments on the lead up. The looks that like Hopper and Joyce have when they realize they need to go back into the prison, like just that, mm-hmm. oh, you gotta be f-ing kidding me. It was nice when everyone was formulating the plan, like, you know, some of us will go into the upside down, some of us will just go into right side up, Creel yeah. House. And, but there's this whole level of, tension bubbling under the surface so our folks over in hawkins go Mm. to like a gun show and there is a gorgeous moment between stupid dumb jock jason yeah yeah between jason and nancy where he's trying to be all like macho misogynist of the year and nancy's taking no shit she's got she's got a shotgun in her hand that's bigger than her absolutely love it like you know um, she fired that thing for real she would be yeah. out the back door oh my god i will say <laughs> there was a part of me where i like my I, I liked nancy and then i didn't like her as much and now i i'm team nancy all the way absolutely um, she i think this I, I i dare say like although i think part one of this season was very much max's season i feel like part two was very much like nancy like yeah leading the battle and yeah. absolutely just knocking it out of the park and uh, but yeah I, that whole scene in the in the gun shop was just incredible but then we had when they're going into the upside down they're like we need bait for vecna and max is like well i'm the perfect bait use me and that was like oh like we spoke a lot if you haven't caught the first um the first part of our recap for season four listen to that i will i could talk until 
I'm blue in the face about Sadie Sink <laughs> and her incredible performance this season. But again, she's she's done everything with this with such nuance that like realization that I'm gonna have to give up Kate Bush and potentially I, I'm willing to die for my friends and yeah. for, the, for the world at large. Um, and really... I mean, she's she's like what supposedly like a 15, 16 yeah. year old girl who's like kind of making this this life-changing decision and i mean we've spoken about all the things you know like in the buffy episodes and things like that where how heartbreaking that is like you know when uh buffy realizes she's the slayer and all she wants to do is just be a girl and go to prom and have a boyfriend and and things like it very much made me made me think of that and um i think yeah the the writing this whole season has been absolutely phenomenal i don't i honestly don't think there's been like a weak episode i don't think there's been an episode that i've thought oh god this is dragging a bit now or oh this hasn't actually really like i I know a lot of people were commenting about how indulgent these episode lengths were and the fact that they were basically feature films each time but it allowed such breathing space and such room for every character to have such a, it a special did. moment. They couldn't have th- done it better. Yeah, I think that's what it's been. It's been like, we've got two seasons left to wrap up this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some of the greatest performers, uh, mm-hmm. like modern day performers out there. We have a team of the best writers. We need to make sure that everybody gets a chance to shine. And they've really done it with this. Yeah, ev- ev- All of the principal and main cast are just like, they've all had a moment thinking of them now, like without getting too far ahead. Lucas taking an absolute beating for Max, calling out to his sister um, mm-hmm. for help. And then when he's cradling supposedly dead Max in his arms, and oh god, I went tear up just thinking about yeah. it. It was beautiful. Max again had has had an amazing chance to shine again, even more so in the second part, um, where she says she's not ready to die, even though I you mean know, she she treads so many of the same beats as well, and I mean they still managed to twist it in a way that it did feel so like tense and not yeah. unfamiliar but like you didn't really know what was what was happening i mean this this obviously now i think we're transitioning from the first episode very much into the second episode yeah. i think obviously we'd we just had the the death of, of popper i think then i was very much of the opinion like i can remember like not even wanting to press play on that last episode because i was thinking yeah. as soon as this episode is done these characters that i know and love are going to be dead forever now in this story yeah. so i'm not too sure like it was kind of weird the night before i was thinking okay these people are still alive and then it's like the next day yeah. they could be could be gone i mean that's how important this this show is to me yeah i i think i i went into it expecting that we were going to lose a lot and it didn't it didn't shy away from putting our, our characters and the people that we love in jeopardy. No. I mean, the plan was flawless and I absolutely loved the shifting of like, this is phase one and this is phase two. Oh my God. It was great. I, I loved incredible. that they, like, they had the Wes Craven new nightmare, um, like playground. Play, playground yes. And like Eric is there and she's like, I'm going to be out here on lockout duty because Eric is like, the greatest she is human the female being female boss, absolutely. Um, yeah. I just wanted more Erica. That that was my only yeah. gripe. Like Erica what, needs to have a lot again, more going on. Erica, uh, just not to detract too much, but Erica and Lucas had a really beautiful moment as well, mm-hmm. where she's like, "You might be a big nerd and <laughs> you annoy the absolute shit out of me, but you're like you're my brother." And yeah. without saying that she like loves them and all this, like you just know that that's Erica's way of saying, yeah. You big old bitch! I love you so much. Like, <laughs> I, it was just 
bitch. It was just gorgeous. <laughs> so we've got Hopper and Joyce going back to the prison uh, with Murray. I can't forget my my lovely, lovely Murray. And um, uh, yeah, Enzo is staying back with the the guy with the helicopter trying to get yeah. all of that going again to stage their escape. But yeah, they're heading back into the depths of of this prison, which has now been completely overrun. Overrun by, by demogorgons, yeah. demogorgons and demagog dogs. We've got that, and then um, yeah, the plan is to part of them will split up. It'll be which. So the splitting up got to me a little bit. There was like, <laughs> when has that ever worked out for well, anyone? It's, it's not even that. It was Max, Lucas, and Erica left to their own devices, while all the older teenagers went. And it was like, can't one of you just stay behind? I mean, I get it because obviously they're going into the most dangerous place. Yeah, I um, also feel like, but then at the same time, they should have give- been. Get Mrs. Yeah. Wheeler over. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Get Mrs. Get, Wheeler, get... <laughs> or at least give one of these kids a fucking gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, can you imagine if if um, if the, the jock Jason had turned up and Luke Lucas just pulled out a gun and was like, "Just yeah. stay over there." Yeah. All of this would have been prevented. <laughs> would have been beautiful. Yeah. So we've uh, so they're all in the upside down, and I oh, we need a way of distracting like the Demobats from um, slumbering Vecner. That's when Dustin and Eddie go off and do their thing. Eddie finds a guitar and is like, this is going to be the perfect description. We get an incredible needle drop of Eddie. This is one of the most metal things I've ever seen. Eddie standing on top of a trailer <laughs> with an electric guitar, blasting out and shredding Master of Puppets by Metallica, by being then being swarmed by an army of like demon bats. Yeah. That's... One of the sickest things, like, incredible. E- even on paper, that sounds amazing. And it, I mean, it, can you imagine them writing that scene? I know that was like the scene that stuck out even from that initial trailer. Everyone was mm. like, holy shit, who's the guy with the guitar playing? And what all these bats that are like swarming over us. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like, I feel like there were a couple of songs I would have put in there that were made. I would have put Bat Out of Hell on there i yeah. just feel like it would have been a little bit more epic. i actually saw there was a tiktok of people looking at what chords he was playing trying to theorize like what songs they were going to be oh god which i mean is in depth but i mean some of the songs that were thrown out there i mean yeah. i think one of them was final countdown and i thought do you know what i think i would have but anything I in that, that. Day, like i <laughs> i love master of puppets like i, I yeah. really love that i love the album but i love the song it's one of those songs where if i am pissed off i'll stick it on um but yeah <laughs> i i would have put like bar of hell in there or something like that because yeah. i feel like maybe that would have got a bit yeah. more campy but yeah. then i was thinking <laughs> i really would have liked barracuda by heart um but that's <laughs> just because um barracuda. i always- I just always want more heart in things. Absolutely. Um, Can you imagine? He's just, tonight. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it has to be the Christian Chenoweth Glee version. Okay. Incredible. Oh. Anyway, yeah. so okay. they're, doing, they're doing that. Eleven's like, oh, I can piggyback. While Vecna goes into Max's mind, I can piggyback and go into, if I go into Max's mind, I can get into his. So his- essentially all of this is happening inside of Max's brain. So yeah just so they <laughs> can you yeah. imagine the headache i know <laughs> you'd just be like um, what's, it really what's going on really reminded me of some of my favorite x-men comics there's a issue uh, by grant morrison where emma frost and jean gray go into a character's mind called cassandra nova um mm-hmm. and they just go into this weird like hellscape that is somebody's mind it was so much and they have like a battle in there it's so much fun so they're like oh how do we get you there and she's like i need i need a bath basically i need mm-hmm. a bath 
Like, oh, how are we going to find a bath? And then Argyle. But yeah, he's like, I know where we can go. There's there's a branch of my pizza place here. They go to a pizza place and meet his clone. Is that- I do like that though because yeah, yeah. I've seen that before in films, like when they go to another yeah. type of shop and it's just the same. <laughs> It reminds me of Shaun of the Dead, where they meet another group of survivors. Yes, and it's yes. all like it's all like British icons as well. Um, <laughs> it's Matt Lucas and Nick Frost that just absolutely yeah. crack me up. Like, all right, <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah. So they, yeah, and he's like, if I give you some weed, let us use your kitchen. And he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, um, fine. <laughs> so they're making a salt bath for eleven, while our gal's making a Hawaiian pizza. I mean, um, and that montage as well of them, yeah, everything because we've got kind of I think the guys prepping to go in the upside down, haven't we? The pizza yeah. being made, nails being hammered into bin lids for shields, uh-huh. and it's yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty epic. I thought it was awesome, but again, so, treading a familiar beat as well in in the show, like we've seen Eleven do this sensory yeah. deprivation but not this uh-huh. way <laughs> no but they um they make a sensory deprivation tank she goes into max's mind and um she's in like some of max's favorite memories but she notices that they're messed up and there's actually two of them um rather than just the one and there's one where she's like in is it atlanta where she is and she's like mm-hmm. on like the waterways that i only think of that because it always whenever i see waterways like that it always makes me think of terminator 2 or greece they all happen on that bit so there's that yeah um but then she's like, hang on, there's a DJ booth up there. Things aren't as they seem. <laughs> Go to the DJ booth and it turns out that Max's, one of Max's favourite memories was the snowball from season two. Um, I was really hoping for another rendition of Olivia Newton-John's Twist of Fate, but we didn't get that. <laughs> Even some weird demonic reversed version. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, so Levin's in there and then surprise, surprise, um, after a glorious introduction which went very pennywise with the exploding balloons yeah um, it, it, it was very was, yeah i mean very, it, they've they've said obviously various characters that have inspired vecna i think he started a bit pinhead in his in his world and then um he's kind of then become this freddy krueger character and then very much towards the end i thought it was pennywise with the way he was mocking mocking yeah. these kids and but yeah, and also using their fears against them because we mm. got to see Billy again. Glorious, glorious Billy. I think very, very clever how they did that as well. Because I mean, yeah. they must have used some, like, used the footage in some way. And yeah, and, and yeah, it, it was, was very, very, clever. very nicely. They've, they've, um, yeah, the budget was spent so well um, mm-hmm. this season, especially like these last two episodes. But yeah, but got that. And then there's like a nice little reunion between Max and Eleven. And then Eleven and Beckner are like, fight! <laughs> Mortal Kombat! Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they have incredible. a fight. While that's happening, the folks in the Upside Down, the grown-ups, so that's Robin, Nancy, <laughs> and Steve, mm-hmm. are in the Upside Down version of the Creel House trying to get to Beckner, um, to who's in the attic. And there's a lot of vines here, um, mm-hmm. tentacles. We're going to have to skip them. And then... They get wrapped around the throat by the... I nearly said ventricles then. I don't know what ventricles... Vecnicles. Yeah. (laughs) Testicles. Um, But they get get choked out by them. uh, Mm -hmm. And that's when I thought we were going to see one of them die, which was horrible but um, yeah. and then Beckner's like surprise surprise i know what you've been planning this whole time <laughs> pulls the I, black <laughs> um what we haven't 
mentioned is that Vecner accidentally gave away his plan. Mm. The four chimes of Be- Vecner's like grandfather clock is to signify that he needs four deaths to create four um, portals. Essentially, yeah, he's he's forming cracks in Hawkins that when there's enough pressure... I mean, this is perfectly illustrated by Popper with the, the pencil. Um, when there's enough pressure applied... Yeah. everything's the dam is going to break loose and everything's going to spill out into hawkins uh in the real world i suppose yeah the whole thing is like okay we can't let this happen yeah so so <laughs> if the stakes weren't high enough as they already the stakes are even h- higher now we get a, a again a fight between 11 and vecna and vecna reveals that he's not a what did they call him like a lieutenant of the mind flayer mm. he, is, he is the mind flayer he mm-hmm. When 11, He's number one in every regard. Yeah. When <laughs> Baby Eleven sent him packing, the upside down wasn't what we know it now. It was some like hellscape, but of a different nature. Um, not. I t- thought it actually looked quite pleasant. There was just yeah. a lot of mountains, demigods was, just was, crawling yeah, there around, was demons and thunder <laughs> everywhere. But yeah, um, and there was like a big wisp of dust in the air, which we saw a bit of um, earlier on. And I thought, oh, the mind flayer is going to like talk to him, but no, it turns out that Vecna is the mind flayer. He shapes this to his own making. In an eerie flashback to him drawing a very similar sketch to Will yeah. in, uh, in season two, which was nice. It turns out it was Vecna all along. That's, he's been pulling the strings. He is pulling, the master yeah. He is the puppets. master of puppets, yeah. Oh. <laughs> dun, dun, the layers, dun. the layers, um, the layers. So yeah, that happens. While that's happening, the teenagers who think everyone's in a satanic cult, one of them's trying to choke Erica out. Which um, just not today. No. And then <laughs> not the, today. the other one, uh, Jason goes upstairs to confront um, Lucas, sees that Max is in this trance and is like, stop what you're doing to her. Um, I get mm-hmm. it. His, in- his intentions were good um, to some extent. but He's completely lost it though. But he's, he? he's completely lost it. And also there are those like small town racist undertones there yeah. of when he thinks that you know, he's completely demonized Lucas. Yeah, for point. sure. And then Absolutely. they get this like really brutal, brutal fight and mm. everything looks like it's gone to shit. Um, you've yeah. got everybody being choked out in Russia. Daddy Hopper's gone to, has got this plan to get all the demogorgons into the, the holding area and some and flame them with the flamethrower that they've got. But, he gets overpowered by one and you think, oh God, he's going to die. So at this point, you think everyone's going to die. completely build it up, don't they? It's like we yeah. see Eleven struggling. She's getting choked out. Max is now yeah. in trouble again. Um, obviously, Eddie at this point has distracted the Demobats and is now running away and taking it full throttle from all of them. So that was it's... another very emotional moment because at that point, Eddie and Dustin are like, we're a bit out of our depth. Let's go. Let's go back to the real world. Which Dust- they should have. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin, Dustin gets through and Eddie goes to do it and then is actually like, I'm going to... They could fly through there and get Dustin and, you know, I need to make sure everyone's safe. This is bigger than me. So becomes a hero. It cuts the connection between the upset... Well, their like, little rope tie <laughs> thing between the upside yeah. down and the real world and is like, now nah, I'm going to distract these bats again and mm-hmm. you know high ho silvers away um on his bike and then dustin's like you can't do that don't do that you <laughs> you knob um so dustin <laughs> then like a knobhead goes in after him and breaks his bloody leg so you I think know. 
But you think at this point, oh God, Dustin's going to die. You think Eddie's going to die because he's been attacked by a swarm of like killer bats. You think Erica is going to die because she's been attacked by like a, a grown ass teenager. Lucas is going to die. He's been beaten to shit. Eleven's been beaten to shit. Max is levitating in the air and, and uh, having a limbs bent out of shape and stuff. And you think, oh my God. The only people who yeah. aren't going to die at this point are Will, Argyle, Jonathan. And Mike. And Mike, thank you. <laughs> They're all in the pizza place, just like... Just chilling. Come on, Eleven, you can do it. Yeah, come on. The pizza's come going on. cold. Get out the yeah. freezer. Get out the bath. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, I think the thing is, though, it then, a- again, we get some, like, lovely moments then with the characters then realising, like, what they need to do, overcoming stuff. And, uh, I suppose this is, like, a thing that is it's very formulaic, isn't it? It's expected, particularly in, like, films with good guys versus the bad guys. It's yeah. it's always, like, you, you've got to see them beaten down a bit first before you can see them take the win. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think, you know, because a lot had been promised that we were going to lose people... Yeah, I thought I at expect- this point a lot yeah. was going to happen well, and go wrong. To be fair, they weren't <laughs> wrong. We do lose some key players. So at this point, mm. Eddie is like, Eddie is f***ed. Eddie's like being bitten to all shit. And then Max, as I said, like so two of Max's arms get snapped and then one of her legs and blood's pouring out of her eyes. Mm-hmm. But then Eleven's being like, Mike gives a really beautiful, a beautiful emotional moment. Uh, and mm-hmm. like, it's like, if you can hear me, I love you. You're, you are a superhero, whether you've got powers or not. And it's like chewing around and that gives Eleven the drive. The to like, she needed. Yeah. yeah <laughs> puts her up to really f- her up. But, you know, we, at this point, we're like, surely like, there's no saving Max. And it, there isn't like Max is f- she's like she's blind all of her limbs are broken that was the heartbreaking bit because I mean it it kind of it fades to black obviously when all of these bad things have happened Um, Mm -hmm. and I noticed it did that a lot in the episode like it'd give you something like really like bad and then it'd go to black and then you'd be like shit what's next and I mean yeah we've basically just seen Max almost turned into a human pretzel and then it goes black and then the next thing that we're confronted with is Eleven screaming with her hand out and that kind of flying through the air. So we're like, yeah. okay, he didn't fully get to finish the job, but he sure did some damage. And is there any yeah. coming back from that? But then, um, yeah, there's and, that gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous moment where Lucas is cradling Max in his arms mm. and Max is saying, I can't see, I can't see horrible. anything. And it she's so like, horrible. I'm so scared. I don't want to go. And while that's happening, we also see Eleven's just up Beckner, but also she's like, I need to check on Max. So it goes into the weird like pitch black space to see to see what's happening. So not only do we get we get both of these characters mourning the loss of their friend because Max then dies, but we don't get to see them sharing that loss together. They're, yeah, see, they're um, all there, but they're not all physically yeah, there. And it I mean, was, oh. it's important to note, obviously, at this point as well, the crew in. Uh, upside down Creole house have now firebombed Vecna so he's disappeared yeah. out of oh Max's my god yeah not just in... firebomb so they throw <laughs> Molotov cocktails at him but then Nancy's like did you forget about my big gun I hope you didn't and then she's like surprise <laughs> how got... y'all doing <laughs> hey how y'all doing uh, shoots the absolute shite out of Vecna and I thought oh god oh, like wonderful she's... I was like, she's going to miss and Nancy's going to get it. But also, no, she didn't. The 
she obviously yeah absolutely blasts the shit out of him but the perfect perfect homage to michael myers and halloween of michael being shot and falling out of the balcony vecna uh-huh. goes out of the window and he's on the lawn and then by the time the characters get back downstairs Vector's dun, dun, not dun, there dun. anymore and it's also nice because we got to see michael myers's mask in a really beautiful yeah. moment a bit earlier on uh, it turns out I, mean, max, I just love this show we, we all knew max was like a little horror nerd so that's <laughs> happening but also oh my god we, we can't forget what's happening in russia so mm. joyce actually saves hopper which in this gorgeous moment and then hopper's like fighting all these like demagogue he gets the he gets all of them into the pit and, yeah. and then Murray's Murray's, able to just oh, my man Murray comes <laughs> along with a flamethrower and is like, it's barbecue day. <laughs> <laughs> was that it's garbage day, but yeah. barbecue day. <laughs> yeah. um, and then sets them to fucking like, roast them like marshmallows. Yeah. But then there's one demogorgon left and then Hopper crispy, picks, crispy picks, up, picks up the sword from He-Man. Yeah, I mean, it felt which, very out of place, but at the same time but, made sense because the Colosseum weapons thing. But also knowing that... But I also think it was... They smuggled it in through... Do you know that guy who's the smuggler? He has yeah. all these, like, weird... He has, like, an Elvira poster. Oh, do you, I reckon, do you think it was that? I reckon he got that because it looked... Uh, it looked like it looked like He-Man's sword, and I was really expecting him to, like, transform into, like, Prince Adam. And- I wonder how much was of that was David Harbour going, do you know what I'd be called if yeah. I had a sword? No, I end? don't even think it was that. I reckon it was, I reckon it was Winona Ryder like, do you know what would make him even sexier? <laughs> Give him a big f***ing sword. There's she, so much slow-mo as well in yeah. the, this scene, like, um, gloriously done. But while all this is happening, we've got this beautiful, like, it goes from Kate Bush and goes into the Stranger Things theme tune, but like this yeah. epic synth version. Yeah, it's so good. He kills, yeah. He kills the demogorgon. It's, it's, it all seems like happy. Chops his fucking head off. But knowing that, like, knowing that Max is dead, and then knowing that Eddie's dead. I mean, th- this. Is, if I'm being honest, that pissed me off. Absolutely, it pissed me off. Because what, Eddie dying. Yeah, because it was just so. It's, it's almost like they're becoming a parody of themselves, like every season they've introduced a character that everyone loves and then they kill them off and it's kind of I just think, like I think Eddie's uh, the only justifiable death though out of those characters because Eddie yeah. at this point I think he realises like what the what have I got to go back to like, it just every, felt so unnecessary like I felt like he could have kept going or like he, I see I, f- I feel like in hindsight, they probably wish they didn't kill him off because he became such a big fan favorite. But I was, I was also not mad, at, not mad at it to the sense that I was like, it's really ramped up emotional stakes, and it's really nice to see it happen to men rather than women, um, mm. because you know, women and being fridged for the sake of like the betterment of men is a long staple. Yeah. But no, so we get Eddie's dead, Dustin's mourning him, but also that's heartbreaking as well. Oh like, God, that I mean, was the, the acting. In, I mean, if they're not going to get emmy nominated for max's episode in episode four like i think this this final episode definitely yeah. showed off I feel everyone like, yeah um, in the Luke, best way lucas max and dustin need to be nominated lucas for everything great lucas was oh, phenomenal was so good i'm so glad we got to really see like some really good emotion coming out of lucas mm-hmm. so but once max is dead the, the penny drops and they're like Oh, Vecna needed four people to die, so the plan's actually gone ahead. Yeah. And then, oh, 
this was absolutely glorious oh, like the fact gosh. i thought we'd reached the end with the the big thing that max had died i was like okay and then i put i think i paused it and then i saw mm. there was still like 40 minutes left and i yeah. was like what okay something else is happening yeah I saw, and then you just hear boom you hear the clock go the, well the clocks then, just go crazy and then they? everybody realizes shit and then hawkins oh just goes to just goes to shit um, opens wide cracks foot cracks form <laughs> cracks below for orange days. Um, cracks for days they all convert so all that it's if you think of it like ley lines, they all converge on the town hall and the town hall gets like blown up in spectacular the clock fashion. tower. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Like back to the future. Um, Incredible. Also, it's important to note that Jason gets absolutely vaporized and melted yes, in half as it goes yes, through Creel house. And it's glorious. We get to see his rib cage and he's screaming. Yeah. So the piece of shit Jason gets, uh, gets his confidence. <laughs> then we get a, we get a flash, uh, well, everybody returns to Hawkins. We get yeah, like it was very forward. odd, wasn't it? Like, we got this yeah. big thing where they, I mean, this was like blockbuster movie style proportions. The yeah. whole town has like collapsed almost in on itself. And it was like a four red lines. Like a, it was like a Roland Emmerich film. But Yeah, it was insane. I can remember more, literally yeah. sitting forward and going, oh my God, you know, when you just saw like buildings yeah. disappearing. Um, and then, yeah, it cuts to black two days later. Yeah. Like, so but you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> very much like in the vein of Roland Emmerich, but it had a plot that oh. was, and it had gravitas and it was actually a film that people gave a shit about i'm sorry i watched moonfall the other day and that was one of the worst it's things so i have bad. ever watched in my life it's I so thought, bad even patrick wilson couldn't save it even halle berry couldn't save it no. and i will watch Poor anything pa- i will like i would drag my balls through broken glass for patrick wilson that's a sexy man and i wasn't i, I was turned off anyway we oh. get this flash forward and the california crew are entering hawkins we get to see so many people like nope just too fl- yeah <laughs> too much shit's happened here i'm i'm off mass exodus because it, it's, yeah, it's, it's that re- gemma it's that gemma collins video i'm not getting involved <laughs> i'm not getting involved i'm sick of playing games i'm, I'm I just want to en- enjoy myself gc style do you know what i mean <laughs> i just want to be me they go in while people are like max exodus and like hawkins um they all well, There's the TV like a, reports do compare it to the gates of hell opening in Hawkins and the fact that it is just a direct portal to I hell. I do love that they're like, <laughs> this isn't the first time tragedy has st- st- struck this small town. I'm like, no, no, honey. we've. <laughs> I mean, yeah, how long does, how many times does it, something have to happen? But it, that, again, that it really reminded me of Buffy. Like, mm. I've drawn so it's many parallels. It's basically Sunnydale at this yeah, point. They're, like, yeah. they're on a hell mouth and all this strange <laughs> shit happens. But yeah, they, um, they come in, there's like a really lovely reunion between like everybody who was in Hawkins and everybody in California they get this like lovely reunion um unfortunately Nancy runs to Jonathan um uh, she's having her doubts though I mean Steve's planted the seed of the fact that obviously their relationship broke up because he was too immature yeah. and he needed but he I needed the kick in the arse yeah. that she gave him I to hope now she become who he is I hope she doesn't choose any of them mm. I hope that Steve realises that he's a homosexual and that he wants to <laughs> and gets he wants with to you be with me because yeah. you're single yeah um, <laughs> we get it Leah <laughs> in case nobody at home knows <laughs> catch you up on things um but yeah th- so we have this really like lovely reunion and yeah everybody's like this is nice but 
we need to go. Well, they're see. cleaning out Hopper's cabin in the woods, aren't they? And rebuilding things, and yeah, yeah. And but, I mean, but, there is yeah. the reunion at the hospital. Yeah, as, as they well. go and see Max, and but um, the Max isn't dead. I forgot to add that. Um, yeah, some plot twist. <laughs> she was dead for a few minutes, but Eleven managed to restart her heart mm. um, through the powers of TV. Um, yeah, which. I'm not well, mad I mean, at because I, think, I, I love Max. I, I think love Max. Papa alluded to the fact, obviously, he very much didn't think that Eleven was ready for this fight. And I mean, this is the first battle that we've seen that she hasn't completely won uh, yeah. because Vecna is still very much at large. But I, I think it was a bit of a leap to say that she could now grant people's lives but, back. But I don't think it was that. I think she was just, telekinetically. I was going to say, do you think she, like, she yeah. started a heart again? Okay. Yeah. I think that's what I it was. I think what's interesting, though, is obviously she sees Max, who's in a coma of sorts, and goes into her mind, and it's just black. There's yeah. nothing. It's a complete void. And I don't know if Max's participation next season is going to be in Physical. that kind of. No. Yeah, way or because another thing about Vecna is he very much says he absorbs his victims, and that's yeah. something that was really hammered home again by Papa. Um, so he pretty much got three out of four limbs with yeah. Max. He just didn't pluck her eyes. So yeah. has he absorbed quite a lot of her? Does this then give an edge? Is she going to kind of be able to corrupt Vecna from the inside out like yeah. next time round? It's We've yeah, it's got- interesting. We have that reunion and then they're back at like the cabin and cleaning up and then there's like a government car and everyone's like, oh, f- we've just, come on. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Give us a break. But it's gorgeous because it's the nice Dr. Dr. Brenner's like government agents and mm-hmm. Joyce and Harper get out the car. I'm pissed off that Murray wasn't there. Big, big question. What happened to Murray and Enzo? Like, where are they? I need to know what's happened to Murray. At this point. I need to know. I've... I need to know what's happened to Enzo. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> Enzo's helicoptering in right now. <laughs> Is the helipad gonna... just you, Lex yeah. Akimbo? No, no, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint. You're making a H. a H in your out of your body. Yeah, it's gonna be a H on my crack. Um, uh, so yeah, but there's a really, really beautiful oh. reunion. That that reunion between. Hopper and Eleven was gorgeous mm. and she was like I did keep the door open three three inches oh, and, and he was... does look fine in that cap like oh, it's a whole just, it's a whole oh. look but and then and then he was like you've gr-, and then he's like he has a nice moment between him and Mike where he's like you've grown and he's like you shrink and he's just <laughs> and then he gives him a hug and he just shows you know all that shit's in there but like there's too much shit yeah. to worry about Th- than that I suppose that's it like they all know that they're all in this for the long haul now and so like every- they need yeah. to finish it um, everyone's having a lovely little reunion but then it starts to snow and they're like it's summer in Hawkins. Why the f is it snow? Oh wait. So they go out. <laughs> that's not snow. And then that's that's not pee. <laughs> that's squirt. <laughs> you just gotta be in the mood to do it. <laughs> you could do it too, sis. Um but yeah, but then um, I've not seen that video in years. Neither have I, I'm gonna watch and it. I don't this. need to see that video <laughs> but again. Then, but then Will gets um he's like Vecna senses are tingling and he's like, oh, something's gonna happen and they're like oh let's go to let's find out what's happening they go into this really gorgeous field of flowers that looks like it was straight out of twilight where half of it's been disintegrated and we see the the mm-hmm. upside downs becoming right side up Vecna's plan is in motion we, we end with the 
excellent visual of them just staring out into Hawkins with just lightning but, coming yeah, out of the sky and, like, and red flashes everywhere. Like, you're like, what the f-? They're just there like, oh. Not again. again. <laughs> a f***ing game. Um, yeah, mm. and it, it, what a way to end the season because we know that going into season five now, it's just yeah. going to be balls to the wall. I Absolutely. think it really is. I feel like we're going to get, feel like we are going to get some big number deaths happening in this. I really feel like you can't, I don't feel like you could justify everybody living in the next season. I mean, I, I think essentially my theory is, is I think they are going to go buffy with it. I think the town's going to end up getting destroyed completely. It has to at this point. Like closing the gate. If I they think don't Eleven's do it, I will. have to go because yeah. she created the upside down. She's probably going to have to die. What, what I think my it. prediction is to close it, they're going to be like, it's going to take an immense amount of power to close it. And Eleven's the only one with that power because somehow we've killed Vecna. And then we're going to have this tearful Eleven floating. Eleven manages manages to fly, floats above Hawkins. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's what they're alluding to, isn't it, in terms of power? But I also feel like we're going to get something with Will next season. I feel like it may be Will's season again. I feel like... I don't think he's turned out to be as evil as we thought he was. No, but I really I really would like um, Will to become... I really like the idea of Will being an unintentional sleeper agent and Mm. Vecna spying on them through Will. Very much, I hate to bring it up, but very much in the vein of like Voldemort and Harry's connection Mm. in Harry Potter. Like the idea of that. Um, I also... what An interesting bit of dialogue is I think we're finally going to see the wheelers split up because when Nancy's talking about everybody that she loves, she mentions her sister, her brother, and her mum. Doesn't mention her dad. I so think that's I'm, just because he's a bit of a dick, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm really hoping that, <laughs> like, because Mrs. Wheeler uh, at the end of this, I feel like she, hopefully she gets a more prominent role because I need to see what hair she's going to have next season. <laughs> they did say we're going to have a time jump. In time jump, yeah. Five. So we're going to have whole new trends now, aren't we? So I'm really hoping we're in like 1989 and Spurge, do you know, like Dago, problem patterns. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm seeing, for Mrs. Wheeler, I'm seeing crimped hair. Yeah. I'm seeing crimped blown out. I think she's she's gorgeous anyway, so she she'll pull yeah. anything off. Um I mean to, this moves on I suppose like nicely then obviously about our theory is for like where we're gonna go then from here. So yeah, yeah. we have got the time jump. I think it's roughly gonna be like a year or two before we get a new season again, which yeah. is a bummer, but I mean I want them to do it right. I'm glad we're getting another season to tie it up properly. Um and this perfectly set the the foundation for oh. what could be an incredible, incredible season. There have been some interesting things circulating online. Obviously, there is the whole thing with Will hasn't been wrapped up, like what his involvement is, the the things about Max and her mind and where she'll feature. But there was an interesting thing I was seeing earlier about Mrs. Wheeler. And I suppose part of it was linking into, because the Duffers very much said that the posters were going to be significant. Yeah. Um, And a lot of people theorised that this indicated who was going to die because they were looking certain ways, looking into the portals, that sort of thing. Steve's Um, bike light was off while everyone else's was on yeah all thing all things like this and one of the things is obviously that mrs wheeler does have a poster now she has been featured previously and i think obviously she is a big deal in the cast yeah but she's on a poster with creole house and everyone's kind of been like oh well why because she's not she's not been near that she's not not been yeah. involved in that i guess and i mean it could just be as basic as yeah she's in hawkins that's where creole yeah. house is 
Um, but a lot of people are saying there is a theory that she could possibly be Peter Ballard's younger sister. So one of the Creole children, uh, the sister who I thought got killed kind of straight up. She, she but did we though, didn't, didn't she? really. I, I, I don't know. There's, there, I feel like maybe yes and she no. Would, I feel, she would be the right age is the, is the thing. What I would very much like for her is for next season because she, my, one of my favourite scenes still in the whole of Strange Things is the scene between Nancy and Mrs. Wheeler yes. when they have that gorgeous moment together. Really, I really hope they're just like, she's done, she's divorced this deadbeat dad who is cynical and actually doesn't doesn't input anything to his kids' I mean, lives at all. the fact that we saw him meant that he's still there and he didn't get sucked into the upside down when the town broke, which is I'm a hope- shame. Oh my God, I'm really hoping it all goes to shit and she's like... <laughs> Oops, um, and just pu- just <laughs> pushes them into a crack. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I personally, where I'd like to see it go, um, I def- definitely think obviously there's going to be more facets to Eleven and her powers. I do realistically think because the way that they described the story, even when they kicked it off, was a tale of this young superhero girl like with superpowers and this is what we're going to follow. And they were saying how they're going to wrap up this story of her, and I'm thinking, well we've seen her lose her powers before I don't think that would be such a magnificent ending yeah. I'd want her to either go out with a bang or I, I don't know I would like to see I think the parents get involved a lot more like you've said yeah. we kind of got a hint of that when they left the community centre meeting after the yeah. the panic with um, Hellfire Club but I don't know you know how this was all like spread out and you had like people mm. doing one bit of the plan and people doing another bit I don't see why the parents can't get in because I love Dustin's yeah. mum. I love. Oh, I, I love, love Dustin's mum. Yeah, I love um, all of them. I, I'll, <laughs> one thing I forgot to mention: that scene between Dustin and Eddie's uncle mm. was like. By the way, I know that everyone hates him, but nobody. He was just unapologetically himself. Yeah. He wasn't that. He was actually a hero, and he died saving me. And there's just that beautiful, beautiful scene. It was just. Oh, it was just such a good. It was so they've they Shining nailed the emotional season. moments with this with this season mm-hmm. and this just the show in general. The show's always managed to tuck at my heartstrings. Another thing I'm hoping for next season is I'm really hoping that there's not too much of a divide between everyone. What I've missed is in the first season that camaraderie between mm-hmm. the foot like the you know the the Dungeons and Dragons squad. I yeah. really hope we see that again because I've missed having scenes of all four of them together. I really hope now that they're all back in Hawkins, I'm hoping it's just like, I hope it opens next season with... I think the slogan needs to be, we're back in Hawkins now. Yeah, (laughs) but I'd really like the idea of, you think that they're playing Dungeons and Dragons, but I don't know, they're watching that awful Dungeons and Dragons movie or TV show. (laughs) Um, I mean, the time jump, uh, obviously, that that's, I I don't think that they're going to go like so far as they have to go into like the future and, and there's going to be like new people playing them I think it is just going to be to accommodate for the fact that they've aged naturally because yeah. it's been such a long time and I think that makes sense I think I'm just interested to see like if the, it felt very immediate like obviously the threat of Vecna has completely consumed Hawkins now yeah so if we're pausing this for like what <coughs> three four years <clears throat> five years like yeah. what's happening during that time and like, does it mean that we're going to kind of come back to this, and everyone's going to be in a completely different like dynamic and role and and stuff? Um, so, I think it could be interesting. I just really hope more than anything they just don't f- it up. And I I really feel like they will end up sticking the London. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I hope so. I mean, I've not hated any season to be honest, but to be fair, that 
interviews from season one said that we've got the whole story planned out. So I have a lot of faith in them. Um, they haven't let me down too much so far, apart from that one episode in season two. Yeah, I, I don't think... I think if they are going to address it, it'll be in this last epi- uh, last season. Like if they do yeah, bring like, number eight back. Like, yeah, I don't know. To be Eleven fair, needs someone I like, else. I like the idea of Eleven reaches out to her and is like, if you want, like, an easy life and you want to get away from shit, come here and help me f*** shit up. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, you know... You'll be fine. You'll be yeah. fine. You're out of, like, the government chasing you or anything. Mm. Also, we don't really know what's happened to Dr. Owens either. He's kind of in the clutches of the US government at the moment, oh. which which is awful because... I, I don't know. I think, obviously, in season two, he was introduced. Everyone was kind of like, oh, is this going to be another popper? We've never really known if he's yeah. been, like, okay. And, I mean, I think he definitely cemented the fact that he is a good guy yes um, he's an angel he's an absolute um, angel yeah and so that probably means he's gonna die uh, yeah. any any character we enjoy next season we're probably gonna I, also see die one <laughs> thing i am hoping for with us having a time jump um mm. I'm, i said i hope it's like late 80s because then that opens up the realms of music even more <laughs> um but also it i wouldn't be mad if it was like early 90s yeah like imagine all the kids are like their grunge face <laughs> can you imagine it's just uh alanis morissette everything. oh my god Nirvana. no no <laughs> it's just alanis morissette yeah and it's like yeah. and i'm here <laughs> <laughs> that because that's what i feel like the that's world needs that. i feel i feel yeah. like alanis morissette needs her needs her re resurgence in the way of Kate Bush because Jaggy oh, sure. Little Pill is one of the greatest albums that's ever been made. I'm expecting, what I'm expecting of next season as well, I'm expecting in terms of like lengthwise, I reckon they may go back to the to the older format of it being like, like eight or ten episodes. But mm. I feel like that final episode, we're probably going to get another two hour one. Um, I freaking hope so. I mean, I think it was it was a long time to wait. Like it felt like a long time waiting between part one and part two like yeah. a whole month it was a great finale but at the same time part of me kind of wish it, wished I'd got it all in one yeah um, I, I don't know I wasn't mad at it but I wasn't also like super happy um, at the at the way but I mean it, it allowed it to become a phenomenon and everyone drum up like the buzz and then have the, those final episodes really sizzle with people I think you're right though I think it is probably going to try and go back to Bye. I feel like there's a big, there is still a big unanswered question to me is one, why is there a piece of Vecna, well, the mind flayer in Russia? How did the gate in Russia open? Mm. Like, like we never got... We no, never... there's no concrete. Unless, are these just things, you know, because obviously the Russians retreated from America back yeah. to Russia. Did they take this stuff with them? Or have they opened their own gate? It wasn't like, need, ever super yeah. clear, was I it? Need to, I need to know um, just, I need just like a nice little ribbon on what's happened in mm. Russia. Especially because that piece of the mind fires there, that's that's the thing that got me when we well, got the reveal. I didn't know whether or not, obviously, that's been dealt with now because it went into all the Demogorgons and then the Demogorgons yeah. got fried. So well, how, how did it, I need to know how that bit got there. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, how did they contain it? But, but I mean, the mind flayer was there when they were there, wasn't yeah. it? Like, there's just, it was, yeah, there's just, there's just a I mean, few in Amer- questions. In America, that when they yeah. were in America, it was but there. So. There's just questions I need. I just mm. need answering. But yeah, I'm very happy with how things are gone. It, it blew me out of the water. It, it's really nice to have a TV show to be this invested in again. Yeah. Um, there's, 
I mean, the only ones that are coming out for me now that I'm like really excited for is like Chucky season two, like beyond excited for that, actually. There's mm. not many TV shows that are like, feel like a bent television as well. We've kind of entered a bit of a lull, obviously. Everything's about like <clears throat> places shutting down, studios having to cut back and all of that. So I get like, this is a big tentpole production for Netflix. Um, and it's hopefully, I mean, I don't think they're going to compromise on anything. This has been the most successful season yet. So I think they'll get absolutely everything they want for season five. I know that obviously there's also rumblings of the fact that we're going to be getting an expanded Stranger Things universe as well with like spin-off yeah. shows. Um, and I think Finn Wolfhard has actually contributed quite a lot to that in terms of like an idea. He ran past okay. the, the Duffers. Um, but again, it's in like a completely different like vein of, of yeah. mythology and i don't know I, i'd be open to to all these uh sorts of stories i mean shout out to a friend of mine uh, ryan thompson who's a filmmaker he made an incredible uh fan film called the 12th search uh, oh, okay. and it's available on youth on youtube um but he's a he's a british filmmaker he's made like a stranger things themed short mm. film and that's kind of like a british version or british angle uh of it and mm-hmm. I think it's honestly incredible. And I don't see why there wouldn't be these pockets of these things happening. Um, particularly if, I don't know, the end of season five, we see that there's kind of like these cracks blown through the entire world. So it's not just yeah. Hawkins. There's like portals kind of everywhere. I don't know. I either want it to tie everything up like super, super clearly. So absolutely everything's done. You know, like how the Hellmouth and Sunnydale collapsed in Buffy. Yeah. Or I, I yeah I don't I definitely don't want it to end on a cliffhanger again. Like it needs no. to give me everything I need. And no, they'll. And that's I've it. I've got as I so I've got absolute faith in them. So I'm sure mm. they're going to do well. Um, so yeah, I feel like that brings us to a natural end of yeah our strange things recap. Really I've hope you've all enjoyed talking it. about these. Yeah, it's it's yeah. been fun. It's a, it's a very important show for both of us. So yeah, it really is. So yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Um, please like us on any form of social media give us a nice rating and tell everybody to listen to us submit your not just your dick pics but like your <laughs> grinder horror stories or you know your her horror stories um i, I don't any horror stories of hookups that you've had any hookup horror it. stories we want to hear you can slide into my dms with them you can email us um with that uh their queer podcast at outlook.com as usual all of our stuff is in the description below so just go into there and find us a big shout out to me for getting through today um <laughs> with a cold thank you all. well thank done you all. round of applause and, for the end. um insert obligatory kelly Rowland reference here Friday! i'm far too ill to think about it <laughs> we'll I'm let sorry. you off we'll let you off on this uh, on this episode kelly i you were i was thinking of you the whole time it's just <laughs> i couldn't who think do you of- want in season five kelly oh. freaking Rowland. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be mad if it turns out that, like, Lucas has a really fun aunt. <laughs> Nailed it. And that's the... T- no, that's the time jump. Like, re- yeah. like a massive time jump, and Erica is Erica now played is by now Kelly, Kelly Rowland. Rowland. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Vecna! <laughs> so, yes, anyway, you can catch us um on our back to usual format now that pride month is over it's now pride shame <laughs> gay shame or gay wrath now it's one of those it's definitely going to be shame for me i'm single now if you had Liam's heard. entering um, into his face <laughs> you, you've gone full blanche part. now <laughs> yeah full blanche. Um, so yeah you can catch our next episode where we will be talking about an incredible tv show 
American Horror Stories. I'm going to add the S on there because it's important to differentiate. We'll be mm-hmm. talking about the usual anthology series. We'll be talking about the shorts that they released, which um, I've yet to finish that, but I'm enjoying it so far. So join us for that. And as usual, remember that closets were not made for people. They were made for monsters and babysitter killers. Mwah, mwah. I'm going to die. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. <coughs> 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 Nailed it. You've been listening to a podcast on the Super Freak Media Podcast Network. To show your support, be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. And you can find us on social media in the links in the description of this episode. Thank you for listening.